The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. What's up, fairy friends, and welcome to episode 12 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Hope you all had a really good week. Thank you for dropping in on this Monday. Don't forget, we drop a new episode every Monday, because why, Call? Mondays are for fairies. That's right. And don't forget, uh, tell your friends about us. We have, we've been meaning to say that. Tell your friends. Yeah, we're cool. We're cool. Let them know. Yes. If you're a Disney cast member, tell your other cast members. Come join the party. And don't forget, uh, we always like to encourage you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Keep the conversation going. Let us know how you like it. Let us know what you would like us to talk about. We're the most active realistically. Colin does a great job with our Facebook page. Uh, and then I'm on Instagram. as uh, I ha- kind of handle the Instagram, and I'm obsessed with it. It's like a baby that has come from my womb. And I don't even have a womb. But um, – Pretty pictures. I'm a, you have no idea how many times I, a day that I check that. You can find us at Two Fairy Godfathers. But enough of those shenanigans. Let's get, let's get, that's the Indiana education coming out in me. Let's get to today's episode. Today, hits and misses at Epcot's World Showcase. Kyle, first and foremost, we always try to not leave people out. Some people, I, we realize, because we're there all the time, we can't assume you all know all the terms. What is World Showcase at Epcot, Kyle? It's uh, basically a mini um, like pavilion example of all these different countries from around the world. So that's their food, it's their culture, It's a, there's like um, little stores with souvenirs from these places. All of the cast members in each country are from that country. So it's really cool. It's at the very back of Epcot Center, uh, and it's a circular. It's kind of it goes around a lake, and it, it 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 they're just it's the reason that Epcot is kind of known as the more adult park, and it's also the reason why we spend an inordinate amount of time there. And a lot of you are spending more time there. Um, there are now groups that do – this started about 10, 15 years ago, drinking, drink around the world where they stop at each pavilion and they get a beverage and then they go to the next pavilion and get a beverage. You see those groups all the time. They're like bachelorette parties at a gay bar. I know. Yeah. We're not judging if you're if you're part of the groups. We love it. I'm just saying that's kind of what it's like, the bachelorette parties with the penis straws at a, at a gay bar. We love those two. But anyway, so we're going to go through some of our hits and misses, uh, the, the, the pavilions, the countries we like more than others, and the reasons why. We always try to start positive, so let's start with our hits. And topping the list is England. Now, now we, we should say right off the bat, we were planning this episode last night, and Colin and I may disagree on a few of these. So, um, But let's start with England. Kyle, why do you like England? The food yeah. and the bar. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there we go. Back to you, Chuck. Yep. Yeah. No, but why? Episode over. Thanks yeah, for man, listening. Thanks for listening. No. Um, no, the fish and chips at in England is absolutely fantastic. Like, can't beat it. No, at Rose and Crown. Yeah. And you've heard us talk about Rose and Crown, the pub, in, in, in past episodes. It's so good. It is. Well, it, it doesn't matter what you're drinking. It's all good there. Uh, we do vodka, but, like, I could do a cider. I could do a beer. There's black and tan. You know, something. It's just there's something about it that I'm like, I don't care. I'll drink a beer here, and I don't even drink beer. 
There, Rosencrown also has a sit-down restaurant. Our friend Colleen and her family go there quite often. They've had other items other than the fish and chips, and they said it's really, really good. They make the sit-down restaurant part of their routine. Um, Colin and I are just on the go. We're like sharks. If we stop, we die. Uh, so <laughs> we just keep moving. So we get the fish and chips, and you can always find us hanging out by the garbage can. And I'm not joking. That's where we eat. We put the fish and chips on the garbage can, and we stand there. We eat as quickly as we can, and we get to the next country. But it's it's some of the best it's some of the best fish and chips that we've had. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. very authentic. And, again, the staff, the staff at Rose and Crown, they're just the best. Uh, you know, and especially our buddy. Gavin. Hey, Gavin. What's up? We love him so much. He's just the nicest guy. And so much, so much so that we've actually invited him to Minneapolis. Um, and he's come here and come to the Mall of America with his, with his daughter. Now, there's another... There's another bartender that we love to recently, and we think she likes us, too, because we befriend all the bartenders. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte. She's I, great. She's so good. So when Gavin's not there, I was like, hey, girl. And again, if I'm, we're going to repeat it. If you want good service, what we do, here's our, I'll repeat our little tink tip. Tip well in your first transaction if you're going to be there a while. It just kind of endears you to the bar, to the to the cast members, and just sets a sets a a really good tone. Okay, so moving on, uh, England's a hit. Canada. Now, this is the one. Kyle was a little surprised when I first put Canada on the list of hits, right? Yeah, just because we disagreed on how wide our scope should be on this episode. Okay, now let me let me sell you on this. This is why I put it put the Canada Pavilion as a hit. La Cellier. The steakhouse there. That's literally the only reason. Well, that and uh, it makes sense once you said that. Yeah, because we love that steakhouse is one of our favorites. Now, it got trumped by another steakhouse that we'll cover in another episode. But, uh, yeah, we'll say Colin's like, save that. I know. But it's Le Cellier is still, look, I would eat there in a heartbeat. Still some of the best steak I've ever had. Now, the other things there, like the Shop, the Martin Short, Canada O-Vision, I could do without for the rest of my life, the rest of the Canada Pavilion. But I, I'm putting it on the hit list only for La Cellier. I would absolutely agree. You agree with that? Okay. We, we didn't disagree then. We're going to leave Canada, the Canada Pavilion, on, uh, on the hit list. Okay, let's move around the circle of World Showcase to Mexico. Now, you and I did not debate this. I think we would both agree Mexico is one of our favorites. Yes. Why? Well, the food, the um, inside the actual pavilion, I think is super cool. Yeah. The tequila cave. Like, there's all kinds of hits here. Yeah, it's it's like a temple, and Mexico has so many restaurants. They added, they just added another margarita bar. Yeah, they've got, like, so now there's two permanent margarita bars, the quick serve outside, the sit-down outside, the sit-down inside, and then sometimes during festivals, a temporary pop-up shop. Yeah, so, so this, there's a lot in Mexico. It, I didn't mean to interrupt you. If, you're, if this is the first time you're going to Epcot, do not miss Going inside the Mexico Pavilion. Don't walk by it. Don't. This is not one you bypass. Uh, yeah, this like, one's cool. It's thematically one of the best. There's great vendors, and like Colin said, the the Tequila Cave, which has some of the best tequila. They don't. You know, you think a theme park, you're like, oh, it's going to be cheesy. No, uh, they get tequila. They have tequila that that they get tequila that's only served there. I'll be able to talk. I swear. Um, and it's really good, but there is a line. Be ready to yeah, stand Yeah, last line. time we went, that line snaked around a couple times and then came up the ramp and out into the lobby. And I was like, 
girl, no. Like, I want a margarita, but not that bad. Yeah, and let us say this, too. You've heard us talk about this before. We don't like overly sweet margaritas, um, so we always ask him just to make, like, a homemade one with, like, fresh lime juice. But if you like if you like frozen margaritas, you like sweet margaritas, you are in luck because now there are, like, four places. Yeah, there's Choza outside, or you can go to the, just a quick serve and get um, – they've got a Patron or an av- Avion. Yeah. Um, on the rocks. So bottom line, big hit. And let me tell you this, the outdoor restaurant, um, there's the La Hacienda and then there's the, uh, connected to it. The outdoor restaurant has some of the best nachos I crave. I, my friend, our friend Jen always talks about the sign of a good restaurant is if it has something craveable, I crave the nachos at the outdoor restaurant at Mexico. It is, I don't know if there's nothing special about them. They are just damn good, especially if you've had a few cocktails. Drunk before. and hungry. Thank yeah. you. Drunk and hungry. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move down the way. Um, now, I think this one's this was a debated one, too. I put Norway on our list of hits, and you were a little surprised by that. <laughs> well, only because you're going to, as you've come to see, we've got a lot of hits so far on our four for four. Um, We have some misses. <laughs> Um, no, you said you put it on there. Why'd you put it on there? I put it on there for one reason and one reason only, and that's frozen ever after the frozen ride. And from what I understand, and this is a podcast for adults, but from what I understand from my boss, Dan Seaman, um, who's the boss of this podcast, um, the character, the character restaurant there where you can meet with Elsa and that, and, and, and that, Anna. Uh, that other chick, Anna, uh, thank the you. summer house. Um, great. They said that's f- phenomenal. I know about that. I'm there um, for the Frozen Ever After ride. Plus, it's also beautiful. I will say the buildings at the Norway Pavilion, the architecture is really cool. So that's why I put it. I could put it as a maybe, but I but I love the Frozen ride enough to put it on a hit. And I'm probably, I'm like 30% Norwegian, something like that. So I think it's part of my background. I'm just used to it. Like, you go into the cafe and they have lefts and I was like, mm, my grandma's is better. Yeah. So I'm just... I've got high standards, I think, when it comes to Norway. And now Colin knows exactly um, what percentage of what he is. He did Ancestry dot com, and he's in what what percentage are you? Oh, let's uh, look. Oh, let's 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 look, shall we? Let's kill some time here, shall we? We don't need to kill time, but go ahead. Uh, I I need to do Ancestry dot com, so I don't know what I am. Uh, but bottom line, it's great. Frozen Ever After is. Oh, so I'm sorry. I'm only 28% Norwegian. Oh, sorry. Thank but you. But that's for... why I think that's also why I love Rose and Crown. I found out I did not know. I'm 30% English. See, look at you. I didn't know. Yeah. You're, you're basically full British. I know. We're going to Brexit out of this. I'm 27% Scottish, too, so I'm a lot. Yeah, you're all about. Your family did not move a lot. They no. were all in one location. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move down uh, to fake France. This is what we call it. We call it we, our friend Lisa LaGorsier. Hey, girl, how's fake France? Fake. Uh, now, there's no debate here, right, no, Kyle? L- lots of hits here. Lots of hits. Yeah, between the champagne and the cafe for breakfast and gelato, like, there's all kinds of good stuff. The sit-down restaurant is amazing. Um, like Kyle said, the bakery, we love that bakery. It's a little hidden gem. We've mentioned it before. The World Showcase doesn't open till 11, but the only pavilion that opens early is the France Pavilion because of the bakery. You get access to it. We would suggest having breakfast there at least once during your trip. Yeah, it's great. And then right next to it, go into the champagne shop and try some champagne. It's totally worth it. I love some Vuv. I, I always say it wrong. It's not. It's not it's, Vuv. We always say Vuv. It's Vuv. Vuv. Vuv Clicquot. Sorry, French people. We've been saying it wrong for years. Vuv. Vuv. Which I don't like that. I like Vuv better. But anyway. Yeah, that's part of our routine. Again, you, you've heard us say many times, we're creatures of habit. We do the same things, and um, 
with our trips and uh the stop at fake france is definitely a favorite of yours yeah so much so that one time when we were down here at the end of the park oh lord <laughs> at park closing at the end of the night we're all the way up at the front and i'm like you know what actually i think i want a crepe this is after a full day like <laughs> 8 hours our feet are hurting like hell girl so we i jason does not want to go and i drag him he didn't have to come with. He could have sat down. And I would have just been back. This but... is when we first started dating, so we were so nicer he, to each he, other. He back felt then. the need to be gentlemanly. Yeah, my how times change. Uh-huh. So uh, we go all the way back to France, and we're in line for the crepes. And I was like, "Oh, they don't have what I want." So we turned around and left. And you would have thought that I just like took Jason's puppy away. Did you hear that, everybody? We walked our happy gay asses all the way from the front of the park. We were, we could, I could smell, I could smell the monorail. I could see the monorail all the way to the front of the park. And Kyle's like, she would like a, a, crepe. a crepe. Okay, fine. Again, we just started dating. So I'm like, okay, whatever you want. Walk all the way back there. No, they don't have strawberry. Uh-uh. Bitch, you are, but you are going to eat a crepe. I'm, I'm, you're, you're, now you're going to eat two. We are, we walked back here. And you and you didn't. You didn't eat. Oh, I was so. I was like, oh, okay. the good old days. What? Back when you were nice. Oh, I know. Back. Mm, hmm. Anyway, so that's fake. Uh, that is fake. France. Fake France is a hit. Now, Kyle, I'm going to turn it over to you because this is literally. I know this. This is one of your favorites. Morocco. Yeah. This is maybe just for me. It's a taste specific thing because I love Mediterranean food, and so the food here is a hit for me. Um, doesn't matter what place you're going into. I think the menus are all similar. I, as Jason said, like the quick serve because I don't like to sit down and do the whole server and all that stuff. I'm just like on the move when I'm at Epcot. So I just go into the quick serve. I get myself like some lamb and chicken kebab and a little hummus and some couscous. I think it's called the combo plate. It's one of the combos. Yeah. Yeah. It is delicious. Plus there's a bar right across the way. Yeah, it's uh, that one. Uh, the, yeah, that's the, just like Mexico. They added a a restaurant that's on the lakeside, and it's a, I think in the last four years or so. And we just discovered that they had a full bar, so we were really excited. And they have a sit down restaurant in there too. Um, beautifully, the beautiful blues, the the theme in there. It's yeah, a gorgeous rock and blue. It's yeah, it's stunning. It's really really beautiful, and the bartenders there. Couldn't be nicer. So, uh, in the food, I'm with Kyle. Um, it's Kyle's favorite, but I will not turn down that combo plate. Plus, it just feels fresh. I was just going to say, it feels a little fresh and lighter yeah. compared to, like, a fried fish. Yeah, which, girl, we're not saying we're not going to get the fish and chips and the Moroccan combo meal. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I'm doing both. Kyle will do both. We share everything. Yes. That's the other tip there. Yeah, just get a little bit. We always tell people that have never been to World Showcase, never been to Epcot. Don't gorge yourself. Don't eat, like, 40. Don't If you're with, like, four people... Y'all don't need each an order of fish and chips. Get two orders, split it, and and go eat at different countries. Try a little bit of this. Try a little bit of that. Okay, let's talk about some of our misses. Um, misses. Now, look, none of the pavilions are horrible, but these just aren't our favorites for any particular reason. Uh, let's start with China. Why is it on our miss list? Um, well, I mean. Sorry, China. <laughs> the food for the first part for me is nothing special. Like, it feels like an pretty average Chinese restaurant anywhere in the country. I've had way better Chinese food. Um, and maybe <laughs> it's probably not authentic. I don't know. I feel like it is. But it, the food is just not that great. Um, the experience, I've never stayed through the entire movie that they've done in there. The 
um, shop is just fine. It's just kind of eh. Yeah, I mean, look, the architecture is beautiful. It's I, stunning, it's stunning to look stunning. at. Yeah, the pavilion itself is is the best part of it, sadly. I don't know why. i got to say, I don't know why Epcot hasn't upped the game of the sit-down Chinese restaurant whose name escapes me, but it doesn't much matter. It could be killer. Phenomenal. It could be amazing, and it just feels kind of cheap and I, it misses the mark. It yeah, feels it, like stereotypical Chinese restaurant from somewhere else in the world. Which you would think, I mean, for their signature sit-down restaurant in the China Pavilion, that it would be like the top, top-notch, fresh, different, lively, and vibrant, and it's not. It is pedestrian as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's disappointing. It really, I, I every time I walk, because we love Chinese food. We really do. It's a cuisine of, we well, we love Asian food in general, but we really like Chinese. It's such a disappointment that we can't go there more. And even the quick serve is like, meh. I mean, you know, we've gotten spring rolls, and it's like, girl, I can get that at Panda Express. Yeah. And I actually like Panda Express fried rice better. I'm just thinking. Okay, another miss, Germany. Now, this will be controversial with a lot of you, and we understand, but here's where we're coming from. We don't like beer. So, no, I mean, yeah. Long and short of it, we don't like beer. So, I feel like that's what Germany's known for. The giant pretzel is supposed to be amazing. I had it. It was rock hard and dry, and I didn't understand why people were raving about it. Like my mom. Yeah. She loves that thing, and I'm like, it's no. I actually agree with Colin on this one. I expected – I don't know what I expected from a pretzel. I just expected something different from what that pretzel was. I was just like, okay. And again, we're not a beer person, and the pavilion's beautiful. Again, the architecture's great. The shop is good. The caramel corn, uh, Werther's – our friend Sarah recommended the Werther's caramel corn. We didn't even think that was out of this world. No, but I I do think – This is going to upset some people. I know. I think the shopping might be the thing that people love. You can get a Stein. You can get – you know, like German Christmas ornaments, that Nut kind of crackers. thing. Nutcrackers. Yeah. That I, stuff is cute. I do enjoy the shopping. I mean, that kind of saves it a little bit for me, that and the architecture. The architecture always saves it because all of the pavilions are just absolutely beautiful. So Germany, for all of those reasons, for us personally, is a miss. If you like beer, you could probably replace a couple of our vodka places with uh, Germany being a hit. Next uh, on our miss at World Showcase, sorry, America. You are a miss. Well, I think it's just because we're from America. Yeah. You know, we're Americans. So it's... The American adventure. Uh, yeah. I've, I've never even been inside, to be fair. So I, I've never watched the, the show or whatever they do. Because I'm just like, mm, no, been there, done that. I don't need funnel cake or a turkey leg. No. If so. I go to one more amusement park with a damn turkey leg, I, I don't need it. I'll go to the Renaissance Festival if I need a turkey leg. Now, international travelers, maybe this is something that you're interested in, but I... Lived it, see it. Nope, I'm good. I don't need it, so move on. Okay, and another miss, and this is kind of goes into an earful, so we'll save this one to last, and then we'll glide gently into an earful that's all Colin. Here's two that are in the middle. I put these in the middle. Italy and Japan. Let's start with Italy. We kind of debated this one, didn't we, a little bit? Maybe not. You're looking at me like we didn't. I I put this in the middle. It's not – I mean, because you have been to Italy, and you think – Actually, the pavilion's quite nice. Yeah, it looks just like St. Mark's Square in Venice, just much smaller, of course. But, no, it's very well done. The food, I thought you really enjoyed the sit-down, I did this, I, yeah. the sit-down Italian restaurant. There's a pizza place in the back that's great. Um, I don't enjoy a lot of their Italian wines that they have. They're, See, too, yeah. they're too sweet for me. Um, so that's just my thing. Um, I much prefer, if I'm going to have wine, I'm just going to go to France and get champagne. 
that's more my speed, but that's a personal taste. So Japan, we also put in the middle. Again, the architecture wins on this one. The, the temple is beautiful. I love the store. Um, that is it, sincerely, it's like the, a Japanese target kind of, and it has great food and, um, kind of knickknacks and novelty. I mean, and, and beautiful, uh, uh, clothing and incense. I like that, but the restaurant, the hibachi restaurant, was sadly a miss for us. Yeah, again, I've had better hibachi just at a hibachi place somewhere else in the country. Yeah. Um, same with the quick serve. You know, the sushi, it was like a California roll. And I thought, really? That's the sushi you're going to serve here? Like, I, maybe it's because it's a theme park and you need to appeal to a mass audience, but it was just kind of pedestrian. Yeah. So Japan and Italy kind of in the middle. I would almost move Italy into the win into a hit. But it's just I don't know. We the the sit down restaurant wasn't quite as good as I thought it was going to be. Maybe that's why. And I, we I would say maybe you're blinded the one time we did have really bad service there. Yeah, we had I mean horrible. I was livid, and it was Christmas. It yeah. was like ho ho ho. Guess not. Anyway, we're gonna glide right into the earful because there's another miss that just really upsets Colin. So here we go. Friends, chipmunks, musketeers. Lend me your ears. It's time for Jason and Colin to give an earful. Okay, everyone look at your calendars, will you? Do me a favor. It is what year? 2019. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Africa is not a country. <laughs> I, first of all, let's geography. Africa is not a country. It is a continent. Second of all, it is 2019. The fact that no one has at Disney has an issue with this at this point, just beyond frustrates me. And there is such good African food that you could put in there. Prime example, during Food and Wine Festival and all those other festivals, when they have another pop-up, that was one of my favorite food items. Yeah, it was. Was, again, Africa, not a country, but it just drives me nuts. And you get there, there's nothing to actually experience that's African. And then the food that they serve, hot dogs. Like... It's just so wrong on so many levels to me, and I don't understand why we can't put in a great pavilion. Put in Egypt. Put in... Spain. Well, no. I mean, if you want an African country... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say... I mean, you've got Morocco already, but I mean, put in Egypt. Put in Ethiopia. Put in South Africa. There's all of these well-known popular... Yeah. (laughs) There's a ton of African (laughs) countries you could pick from, but um, there's all of these really popular, well-traveled countries that have great cultures and cuisines. And, I mean, look at the success of Animal Kingdom. I mean, they have an entire area of that, and it's thriving. And maybe that's why they don't have it. But then take Africa out and put in some other – put in Spain then if you don't want to have an African country because that's Animal Kingdom. Because I would like them to put in Spain and then do a Jungle Book ride. See, I've already planned this. Do why a ju- is Jungle Book in Spain? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Not in Spain. India. I want them to do India. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, well, I want Spain, too. We'll do Spain, but then do India, too. And do a Jungle Book and ride. And do a Jungle Book ride. Yeah. Don't y'all like that idea? So, Disney, do that, please. That's what I would like. But just, I'm with you on this Just one, fix that pavilion. It's not even a pavilion. Just fix that area. Fix it. it. Every time we walk by I don't it, care what you do to it. Just fix it. Every time we walk by it, you can see Kyle's whole body language changes, and he just growls the whole time, and it's very amusing. Well, that's going to do it for us. Hey, by the way, if you have an earful that you would like us to go off on, because chances are we share it, go ahead and let us know. Send us a direct message on our Instagram account. Just search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, we have a slightly different address. Yep, it's the number two Fairy Godfather. 
And don't forget, tell us, uh, tell your friends about us and where to find us. And where can you find us? Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating. We post new episodes every single Monday. Until next time, have a magical week, everyone. Bye, friends. Thank you.